rolling towards you from the tubes of the internet and remotely from San Diego, San Francisco, Memphis, and Los Angeles. This is Bedlam and Discord, Bad Runes Rising. We are a Pathfinder tabletop RPG adventure podcast where we use roleplay and dice to tell an epic story guided by a game master in a world of warriors, wizards, and monsters. We are running through one of the most iconic adventure paths from Paizo, Rise of the Rune Lords. This is the one that started it all. It's time to ready your ears. Grab your snacks and settle in. Let's play Pathfinder. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Bedlam and Discord, Bad Runes Rising. That's right. We are running through the Paizo adventure path, Rise of the Rune Lords. One of the most iconic adventure paths Paizo has put forth, but you know all this from the intro you heard previously. I am GM Jared, and it is my job to guide this ragtag group of people through the world of Galarian on adventure and heroics. Let's uh, let's go around the table here and and just meet each of them here. Hi, I'm Megan. I am playing Rayla, who is a half-elf karmic monk. She is a true neutral, and she just likes to go with the flow. I am Witchy. I'm playing Elspeth Gray, who is a human investigator. Um, she's just always analyzing the situation. Hi, my name is James Chu. I play Gwen Bronstride. <laughs> uh, he is described as a very good boy and likes head scratches. Hello, everybody. My name is Tracy, and I am playing Glynis. This is my first time uh, diving into a Scald, which is basically like a barbarian bard, or I like to call battle bard. Glynis is very confident, very uh, full of herself in some ways. So I'm very excited to, to be exploring that side of her. We'll see how it goes. Um, I just read that adulthood for humans is 15 years old. So Gwen is 15 years old. Gwen the Rock Johnson. <laughs> oh, I should have. <laughs> you could have done it. You could, you could get back. We've only done an intro. We can go back. When Gwen dies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we haven't even started. You're already talking about dying. I, I'm just prepping for you, Jared. That's fair. That's fair. Are you a TPK sort of GM? No. Uh, uh, literally everybody nodded and you went, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm just going to be prepared to put Elspeth Gray Jr. And then like come to life. <laughs> I'm here to avenge my mother. <laughs> Let's get in to this, shall we? Let's, I'm going to, I'm going to set a scene here. So buckle up because it's going to get bumpy. Not really. I'm just going to flub every word. Those who head north from Magnamar along the rocky coastline quickly find themselves in a peculiar country. Fog drapes the rolling landscape, floating spectrally along damp and lonely moors. Small woodlands grace the region, their tangled depths redolent of nettles and pepperwood and pine sap, while further inland, river valleys edged by majestic redwoods wind between ragged tors and limestone escarpments. This vastness and the sense of isolation have earned the region its local name. This is the Lost Coast. As one approaches the town of Sandpoint, the footprint on civilization upon the Lost Coast grows more clear. Farmlands in the outlying moors and river valleys grow more numerous, and the blue-green waters of the Vrygian Gulf dance with activity from fishing skids and boats. From the Lost Coast Road, the site of Sandpoint is kept hidden by large upthrust limestone shards known as Devil's Platter and the Ark of the Rocky Outcroppings of Whistler's Tours. 
But as the final bend in the road is rounded, Sandpoint's smoking chimneys and bustling streets greet the traveler with open arms, a promise of warm beds, and a hot meal. A welcome sight for any road-weary traveler. Hanging from a bent nail as you pass the gatehouse is a sign in a mirror with the message, Welcome to Sandpoint. Please stop to see yourself as we see you. What do you see in this mirror? What do, what do we see? So, Rayla is a half-elf. She has the pretty typical slightly pointed ears, but not too noticeable under her dark gold hair, uh, which is clipped pretty short for her acrobatics and fighting and whatnot. Um, she's dressed in pretty typical monk wardrobe, but she does like her colors. It's garnished with dark purple and then like some black loose fitting pants, um, a little bit of gold accents around those, uh, fingerless gloves and a wrap headband. She's about 5'8", pretty lean, muscular, as she's lived, uh, basically in training for her whole life so far. She wears a comma at her hip, which is a kind of like a reaping device that would be used in the field, but uh, the handle is dark, a dark wood um, with the metal scythe at the end. She has a sling on her other hip, but she's traveling pretty lightly. She just has a small satchel on her back. That was Rayla. What does, what does Gray see? In the mirror. So when Gray looks in the mirror, she sees a human, a female of average height and weight. Um, she has light gray hair with light eyes and an olive skin tone. Across her eye is a, a scar, and she's wearing a cloak and adorned with many leather bobbles and belts and has certain amounts of potions hanging off her her clothing and kind of looks like someone that travels as their job and maybe picking up a lot of things that could be useful on the way. Uh, she also has a rapier and a couple daggers on her thigh and leather pants hidden underneath the cloak with uh, really worn boots. Uh, next up to glance into the mirror, we have Glynis? Glynis? Glynis. Glynis, yes. So um, Glynis, uh, when looking in the mirror, a female elf, she is pretty tall and, and built, very muscular. What she's wearing is somewhat heavy armor. She has a breastplate with a symbol of where she originally came from on it. And she has long raven hair. She ties some of it back, so it's like half tied back. And then a green eyes. She carries on her a great sword on her back. And then on her side, you see a small drum, like she's ready to go into battle. So she has a, a drum and her sword that she carries with her everywhere. Megan, you raised your hand. I did not say eye color. I just realized. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's ruined. <laughs> I also didn't say like what, I just said gray hair. Like not length or anything. <laughs> I told you I'm bad at this. This is the worst part that I'm bad at. <laughs> Sorry, well, you could say she has blank eyes and I can cut it in. She has gold eyes almost matching the same shade of her dark golden hair. And then, uh, Witchy, do you want to yeah. give her hair length? Yes. She has a medium length gray hair with the side shaved. Gwaine glances into the silvered mirror. What does is, what is he see? Um, you see a, a a child in most people's perspective, but a man in his own. Uh, he is not very tall. 
uh, only stands about 4'10". He has dark red hair and eyes that are like ember, very pale skin and like a little, a little stubble on his face that he considers a full beard. Uh, but we know it's not. Walks up to the mirror holding a spear in one hand and on his hip is a scimitar that has his name and with a bronze etching uh, to simplify his family's crest. Wonderful. Oh, he does wear clothes. I'm sorry. I made it seem like he do- he wasn't wearing clothes. Green clothes. Boom. Nailed it. First try. <laughs> what uh what's the what's the family crest look like? Uh so the family crest is three horses encased in bronze and it looks like they are charging into battle it simplifies the three brothers who started the bronze dried clan whatever your reasons for traveling to sandpoint it has brought you here on a fortuitous day for it is the day of the long anticipated swallowtail festival for five years the faithful of sandpoint have been without their temple destroyed in a horrendous fire causing loss of life property and hope now though the new cathedral is finally complete All that remains is to renew the site's blessing from the gods, and the folk of the small town can put the recent unpleasantness behind them. Merchant tents hawking wares of everything from food and clothes to local crafts and souvenir line the square in front of the new church. Amusements and games are being put up for all to enjoy. Some of the acolytes of the six deities of Sandpoint are performing a puppet show, an account of how Desna first fell to Earth. The morning is yours. There are people to meet, things to do, and adventures to be had. So you are standing in the center of this this town that's just, it seems to be finishing final preparations for a festival. Everyone is very excited. There are people crossing every which way, seeing about getting this this barrel of of wine to one area, trying to get their cart in the best position to to get some sales. What What are you doing? The town is yours to explore. So Rayla's never been, this is her first time in a big city as she lived probably a couple days about a ride out of the city her whole life. Uh, So she is going to get, her eyes will be caught by all the stands and the wares. And if there's like a stand that has like crystals or something shiny, like jewelry, maybe she would head towards that. Oh yeah. There's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of merchants, uh, especially like small knickknacky type things. The shiniest baubles you see are actually probably on one of the fishermen's supply carts used used as lures to catch catch the seafood from the from the gulf. Also, you use the term city. Sandpoint is probably about 500 people. To 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 Rayla, that's a city. It's still big. <laughs> Rayla's going to pick up just the prettiest one she sees and say, "How much for this one?" It's an old, old grizzled halfling. He's just like, ah, that'd be eight copper. Eight copper? She's going to fish into her little bag. You could catch the mighty sunfish with that one, you can. A fish? It's for fish? Oh, they like to, they like to come up and grab the little sparkly guys. No, no, this is for me. And she's going to hand the eight copper over and kind of admire it in the sunlight. Well, he, he pauses a second and glances around. Well, well, it'll look good on you. Thank you. And then Rayla will just kind of float away into the crowd to look at some other stands, perhaps. Uh, you see him reach under his cart and, like, 
instantly replace the piece that you took. Uh, what, what's, what's, what's Elspeth doing? Um, I think that Elspeth would be doing something similar, traveling through different towns. She also would be looking at what possibly she could be buying from whatever anybody is selling. Is anybody selling like potions ingredients or anything of the sort around? Uh, I mean, there's a small kind of apothecary cart. It doesn't have any outlandish ingredients, really, mm -hmm. but it's mostly mm -hmm. like for for kind of backwater healing okay. kind of ingredients. Okay. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to strike up a conversation with the person selling. This is a short, uh, round human man. Okay. Kind of resting back with his hands in the apron pockets on the front and he's just kind of rocking on his heels a little bit. Mm. He's, he's watching you pick over. Okay. As I pick over, I'm just going to be like, so there's quite a lot more activity in the town center than normal, I see. I, are, is everybody in the town excited for the new monastery? We've been waiting for five years. Five years to worship. Ah, I see. What um, what deity does this town serve? <laughs> that's, that's where it's beautiful. We've got all six under the roof of the new cathedral. Oh, that's really lovely. What, um... What happened to the last cathedral, if you don't mind me asking? He, you see him kind of glance to his left, to his right, and he gets, he's a short guy, so he gets, he gets real close in. I bend as well. <laughs> we don't talk rightly about that in, in oh. the open. It was, oh. it was a horrible thing. The fire took the church, took the stable, a couple buildings, and the preacher. Oh, was it, and I whisper, I whisper really low, was it an accident? We don't know. Oh. I see. Some say yes, some say no. Huh, interesting. Um, does yes. anybody have any yes, theories? no unpleasantness around. None, none. And I like grab some things and then I put them back down and then I bend back down to him. And I'm like, does anybody have any theories? Like for say, like someone smart in the town, like you? Give me a, this is the inaugural dice check, I guess. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Let's do it. Either a diplomacy. Oh, I have a plus six to diplomacy, so don't oh, mind if I do. Oh. Uh, sixteen. With a sixteen, you you were asking about theories, right? Yeah, his specific theory. I tried to schmooze him a little bit by saying he's a really smart guy in the town. Well, I've forgotten my accent. Uh, well, I've I've always. I, I never did like that uh, that daughter of the preacher. Oh, I see. I, uh, I never, I never liked him. Mm. Some say she she passed in the fire as well. Doesn't bless her, but uh, we've not found her bones. Oh, interesting. And he he also passed away in the fire, right? Oh the yes, teacher. was horrible. Was found clutching, clutching the the altar. Okay. Well. Thanks for letting me know. I, I haven't been here in a while, so I was wondering what happened to the old, the old monastery. And I'll pick something of non-consequence from, and I'll try and buy it from him. Yeah, she's like, if you if you don't talk about this in the open, we don't we don't like it here. Okay. Can, I mean, this, what conversation? What do you? I don't exactly. You can, you can have the sprigs of hemlock on on, oh. on me on good old what's my name. I'm good old I'm good old Pillbug here. Thanks, Pillbug. I appreciate Pillbug Podiker. If you need any more potions or ingredients, be sure to visit my shop. Not during the festival, of course not. 
When I get friends, I'll send some th- your way. And I'll tap my, this is a podcast, so no one saw that. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like nod my head at him and start walking away. He smiles and and goes back to his his rocking with hands in pockets. I love little pill bug. Little pill bug. (laughs) What about, what about Glenn? You'll get the hang of it soon. I I know it's a little bit of a weird spelling for the name, but um, so Glynis is looking, she's trying to look for somebody to, to help in, you know, show off her, her strength and kind of help somebody out. So you said that they were um, like building the, the church or they like doing construction on it. The church is done. This is, this, this festival was literally to bless the, the reopening actually okay uh and what about so there's people like kind of moving wine like barrels of wine around wine around yeah all kinds Linus of will, will approach one of them and say uh and offer her help and say excuse me i see that you're um, moving some wine about uh, could i offer a hand perhaps uh you see a woman kind of rolling a barrel along with the imprint of a giant dragon on one end of the cask mm. is rolling a barrel away from a stack of three barrels, taking it across the courtyard to where there's been a pavilion and tables kind of set up or being set up. Perhaps I can assist. It's like, huh, oh, that, that would be, that'd be wonderful. Uh, we're trying to take those over there. Amiko Kajaitsu at your service. Um, and well, I guess you're at my service here. What, uh, what can I do for you? Uh, Glynis. The name is uh, Glynis. I'm somewhat new in town. I am I'm looking forward to the festival uh, and I'm looking to do what I can to help. So you need to move these uh, these casks here over to the pavilion there. Is that right? Yeah, we're, we are su- supplying uh, some wine to the festival. Oh, well, it looks uh, it looks like very good wine. What is this dragon? Is this a certain brand? Sorry, or? sorry. She she kind of like like rubs the the dirt off of her and extends her hand. Yes, I uh, I am the the owner of the Rusty Dragon. It's that building over there. She points oh. and you see it looks like an older building in the town, but on top of it is this giant iron and rust dragon kind of looming over the building roof. As you walk in, you can stare like up its mouth. Hmm. So it's the uh, the best tavern in town. Anyone who tells you otherwise is a liar. It looks like a very fine establishment. I will have to make my way there sometime. Well, I'll tell um, you what, you help me with these barrels and uh, maybe that first round's on me. That sounds like a fine deal indeed. I would be happy to help. Let me see. And I'll uh, walk over to the, the other barrels. I'm going to try to show off a bit here and lift two of them if possible. Oh, my. All right. All right. Maybe this isn't a good idea. Uh, it's a great idea. So she's just like rolling one. I'm going to try to like grab two under my arms. I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm going to attempt. Okay. Give me, give me, give me a, a strength check. Add your strength modifier to it. Okay. Okay. I have a, I have a decent strength. Okay. That's an eight, nine, 10, 11. <laughs> two, two barrels are too much. What she'll do is she'll try to lift both um, and uh, clearly fail at it. And we'll look around and see if anybody saw her attempt to pick up both of them. <laughs> I think everyone's about their business. Like they're, <gasps> okay, they're trying to get the festival underway before uh, saw that. before the opening speeches happen. Mm, that's quite all right. I got it. Um, and I will just say that to myself and pick up <laughs> one of the barrels and walk it over. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah, you walk it over and place it kind of on a, a little raised platform so they can get the tap in. Okay. Um, yep, and I'll uh, help with the others as well and make quick work of them. Okay. Uh, after after they're transferred over, Amiko is like, I appreciate your, your assistance in the matter and uh, swing by the Rusty Dragon and that first beverage is on, on the house. Most, most certainly. Thank you. Thank you, Amiko. No, thank you. What's, uh, what's, what's Gwen doing? So Gwen has been told several times that he is not a part of the town guard and he can't go walk around and say he's a part of the town guard. So Gwen right now is walking around telling people he's a part of the town guard. So he's just like, he's walking to the aisles. He's like, citizens, good to, good to see you all. Amico, looking good. Yeah, the commoners are very, like, probably used to this at this point. Yeah, I'd say very much to where they just kind of, like, let it pass if I'm not doing anything too wrong. Have have one of those, like, little stars that you get from the police station that I made myself and I have it on my jacket. I think, I think as long as you stay out of the sheriff's way, probably, like, looked at as, yeah, that's okay. But yeah, you're, you're wandering the town, and there's 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 plenty of outsiders here too, because it it is starting to fill up for. Hmm, I think he's gonna he's gonna go to someone that looks a little shifty. Maybe they're trying to steal stuff from Sandpoint. Just gotta try to feel that out. Is that possible, Jared? You're just gonna feel a person out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, give me, give me a perception check to, to try and find uh, shoplifter here. Oh, first die roll is a two. Makes it a six. You're, you're mostly watching the high end carts, like the jeweler cart. If this is where a thief would be, be over here. Exactly. You think that is. Obviously, that's where, where a thief would be. Excuse me, ma'am. What do you have in your pockets? Like, oh, Sonny, that's just cabbage. I'm going to need you to empty out your pockets right now. But I need my cabbage. Empty them out. How did I know you didn't steal from these nice people? Because it's cabbage. And she holds her hands up and it's just like full of shredded cabbage. She's like, I was going to make coleslaw. You win this one. But don't think I won't forget and he like steps back as doing like weird hand motions to shift himself into the crowd again. Uh, as you are stepping back. Why does James always start the campaign by harassing the elder races? the second time. <laughs> You're backing up, waving your hands. You back yourself into what feels like a wall. You, you spin around and standing in front of you is, is Sheriff Hemlock, a man who you, you're quite familiar with. He looks down on you. Hey! Ah, Gwen, what, what nefarious deeds have you stopped today? <laughs> um, well, I stopped Mrs. Figglebottom from stealing from the expensive carts. He looks over and she's just shoving cabbage in her pockets, I guess. Ah, uh, let's see what else. I stopped the tombstone boys from uh, fighting each other. I I caught the dog that was stealing the butcher's meats. And I have a good lead on a conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. I like. I fell too much into you into can't do inside jokes to people who don't know the other <laughs> side of it. <laughs> no, I fell too hard into Menon's voice, and I was like, "Where do I go from here?" <laughs> so, uh, Menon is a conspiracy theorist, kids on bikes character that okay. I play. Literally had his name is yeah, Men his Black. name is Menon Men Black. Men Black. I love that. Uh, has the same exact voice as Gwen, so I'm really, <laughs> it's really. It's hard to break out of those, and if it's not broke. You can't fix it. Yeah, don't <laughs> fix it. Okay, we'll take out the conspiracy theory part. Yeah, that's uh, that's about it, Sheriff. That's um, quite a bit to do by eight bells. And he gets real close to your face. He like leans in, and his his half orc tusk kind of pops through. You can see it out of, sticking out of his his lower lip. Is any of that true? Because you know you're not supposed to get involved with things of the town guard. If you want to enlist in the town guard, go to the garrison, sign up, get trained. But I won't stand for vigilante justice in my town. He looks back at Figglebottom, staring daggers into her. Looks at Kat, he's like, oh, none of it's true. He slaps you on the back. He's like, oh, why don't why don't you enjoy the festival? Look, the games are beginning to open up, and we still have probably an hour before the first speech. Thanks, Sheriff. Stay out of trouble. Just sulkingly walks away. You hear you hear under under his breath, he's like, Oh, that boy. <laughs> what whatever to do. I think he got older as that conversation went on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is anyone else doing anything for the next, say, hour or so? What kind of games? What kind of games? Games of awesome. The games that are available to you are The Devil Hunt, The Goblin Toss, <gasps> The Lighthouse Smash, and Dragon Races. So what do Lighthouse Smash and uh, Goblin Toss look like? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Gwen wants to go to Goblin Toss. <laughs> yeah, to, uh, Goblin Toss sounds fun. Goblin Toss <laughs> is a game, simple beanbag toss, set up in the middle of Sandpoint Market Square. The board is set up with three holes. The board is 10 feet from a throw line. The closest hole is the largest, and the furthest is the smallest. So what about light, 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 Lighthouse Smash? Lighthouse Smash. Lighthouse smash. Who needs a lighthouse without a light? The old lighthouse has become an eyesore. Uh, let's knock it down so we can use the stone and build something new. The game is set up at the end of Junker's Way, uh, which is a road that leads towards the old lighthouse that is crumbling off the coast of Sandpoint. Uh, it has a table with nine stone squares stacked on top in a pyramid shape. Three on the bottom, two in the middle, one on top. The firing line is 20 feet from the tables, Using the mini catapult, you must try to knock down the stack of stones with three shots. Two coppers to play, you get three shots. Um, that one's always So great. I'm going to scan the crowd and see if I see anybody really big, maybe very brawny. There's a large woman who looks like she just got done shuffling some barrels of wine. Yes, that's who I would like to go up to. <laughs> We can't metagame here, but luckily I found her. Oh, there you are. Uh, 
Hi. You look very sturdy. Funny you would notice that. Yeah, I I saw you shuffling those barrels from so far away, and I was really impressed. Oh, that that was um uh, that was nothing, and she like flexes slightly. Oh, what, what? Watch, watch, watch what you watch what you're doing there. Oh my gosh! Wow, those are lethal. Be careful. Um, I was listening, overhearing a conversation about some game called Light Lighthouse Smash, and I felt like, honestly, you would kill it. As a person who loves seeing people do, I I look at me. I have noodles. Noodles here. <laughs> I just love watching people succeed and doing amazing things, and I thought that you would just be so good at that. This intrigues me, this lighthouse smash. Yeah, I, I'm curious. I think I could take on the challenge. I think that you could, too. Maybe we should go check it out. Let's do that. I'm also, oh, by the way, I'm Gray. Oh, yes, of course, Gray. Uh, I'm Glynis. Very I'm, nice to well, meet you. Well, don't crush my hand. Hold on. Wait. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> a firm handshake. <laughs> I do a very, like, dainty handshake. Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> nice to meet you. Let's go. Let's head on over there. Let's do that. So you, you walk up. There's a, a little gnome, a little tinker gnome, who's got, like, one of these little tiny catapults in his hand, and he's kind of tweaking about, kind of fixing the thing. He's like, I two, two coppers to play. Three shots. How far does it look? Like, does it look like a tossable distance? Well, you have to use the catapults. You have to is the question. Oh. <laughs> use the mini catapult to knock down the stacks of stone. Take three shots to knock down all the stones. Use the catapult to knock the stones. I, bet you could, I mean, honestly, I bet you don't even need that catapult, Glynis. But if you knock him down, you get this. And he holds up a little mini catapult that's essentially a slingshot. Hmm. This catapult that you're knocking the stones down is probably six feet by eight feet. Oh, it's big. It's I mean, it's it's mini for a catapult, but (laughs) it's it's a giant catapult. Yeah. Hmm. I see. So there's no way to move this catapult or do I I have to stay in one position? You can move it backwards if you'd like. But you cannot cross this line. Oh, not a problem. I can hit it from here. Uh, and uh, she will walk up. Uh, oh, sorry, copper. Um, two copper. Well, I'll pay it. I pay it. Oh, oh. Well, thank you. But as she's doing that, I want to go into the crowd and ask anybody if they want to place bets on her. <laughs> place your bets, strong lady, big giant woman. Lord, I've got this. Anybody look at her confidence. I'll give you good odds. You're out there kind of being a bookie trying to take bets. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're kind of working the crowd and no one's really making eye contact. Uh, in fact, when they do make on, they quickly glance away and shoot their eyes down. I'll give you good odds. And you, you find out why very momentarily as oh, uh, no. a pair of two large uh, burly men kind of walk up. Hey, what you doing? Uh, uh, who's asking? It's me asking. <laughs> who's me? Nice to meet you, me. My name is John. Like, it's, it's more, you cutting in on our, our action here. Uh, maybe I, I j- it's my first day. What do you mean, cutting in on your action? I'm with you. No, no, you're not. Yeah, you're right, I'm not. I'm new here. What's up? My name's Gray. I'm sorry, I didn't know that this was your section. Yes, well, Sandpoint. Sandpoint is our section. All of Sandpoint is your section? That's very awesome for you. Have you been doing this long? What? what he's just very thrown off at your, your like, candor. I love, I love a young entrepreneur, and, like, wow, you really have 
got yourself a nice place here. Well, well, we work, we work for for men. Oh, ah, I see. Well, you're working your way up. I'm sure there's upward mobility in the company. Like maybe one day people will be working for you. Don't discredit yourself. He, he glances at his friend. Hey, you ever have any upward movement? You don't have any upward movement in your company? That's a shame. So uh, who's this guy that doesn't offer you upward mobility? That's so silly. His name's Nonya. Nonya Binis. Nonya. Yeah, I've come into contact with him a few times. So well, you should know then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nonya Business is an old friend of mine. Um, okay, well, uh, do you want to place a bet on cat? I'll give you good odds. How about we place a bet on me breaking them pearly little fingers of yours? He would hurt a woman? And, and with that, like, Gwen, you hear his voice, but you can't see him yet. He's like, okay, Tim and Tom, do we have an issue here? I just turn around and I look <laughs> at Gwen and I'm like, and I look at, you guys said your name was me. Who's Tim and Tom? Sidebar, James. You would know that you're now pushing on mob enforcers. Yeah, I know. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you roll the second character? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I don't need to talk to the sheriff now, do I? I'm going to look at Gwen and I'm going to be like, oh, no, Tim and Tom are my cousins. We're just talking. You don't need to get the sheriff. No worries. All right. Yeah. Well, excuse me while I go get that slingshot. Uh, hey, are you going to do it too? Do you want to bet on the big lady? One of the big guys sighs again. He's like, uh, no action on the streets unless we say so. Oh, that's right. That's right. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I've saved six weeks of allowance. I mean, pay to get this slingshot. Hit up Tim and Tom. They're doing things that are completely legal. And I wink at Gwen like six times. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. And he like scoots through. And I'll look at Tim and Tom and I'll be like, on that note, and I like do a little bow. Hold on, I gotta write down Tim and Tom. <laughs> <laughs> is that actually their names? No, it is now. No. Is it? Okay, sweet. I mean, it has to be now. It doesn't have to be. I, I did that 100% on purpose. But she was just going with <laughs> Gwen thinks he's part of the town guard. It doesn't matter what the sheriff says. I want to get in with these mobsters. I know, right? <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Just no action on our turf, else we gonna... And he makes the like... Are you hiring? <laughs> no, there's only 500 people in this town. It's not really enough to support a highly paid enterprise. It seems like there's a there's a holiday today and you're still working. So like, I mean, <laughs> if you hire one more person, you can have a day off. Don't want a day off. Okay, that's fair. Want to break pearly fingers. <sighs> Live to work, am I right? If you love what you do. Yeah, teach a man to fish and win in Rome and all that stuff. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to fish. <laughs> Me either. It's so weird. <laughs> Back to the uh, slingshot thing. He gives you three basketball-sized orbs here. Oh, wow. He's like, They're pretty big. <laughs> I forgot his voice, too. It's like, you get three shots to knock them down. Three shots. Oh, oh, easy. This is This should be a piece of cake. Um, and I do love cake. Uh, so I will go ahead and take one of the, the, uh, the big basketball things and put them, put it in the catapult and I will attempt to fire. Okay. 
Now I have a question for you, and it's just mm-hmm. so I know the difficulty. Are you proficient with siege engines? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I have not. I didn't think so. I, didn't, I just wanted to, to clarify. All right. Oh, you know, funny enough, I did take proficiency mm. siege engines uh, when I was building this character. <laughs> Who knew so it would come in handy? Yeah. <laughs> so you you crank back on the on the giant gear, and the the sound of the rope getting under tension starts to squeak, and you reach up on the lever. There's a loud thunk as the projectile fires forth, heading wicked fast towards the stack of stones or the lighthouse, as it were. Roll a to hit. All right. That's going to be your base attack, plus this is a ranged attack, so plus your dex modifier. You got this. Base attack plus dex modifier. Okay, let's see. Uh, Okay, that'd be 17. 17 total. Go, Gladys. The orb kind of flies through and punctures one of the second tier of the stones and pops it kind of right out of the middle. But the top ones push in and hold their hold their shape. And remind me again, um, little one, uh, do uh, Asterisk. I can- Asterisk Battlehorn. Asterisk? Asterisk. Asterisk. Yep. Asterisk. 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 <laughs> We're five years old. <laughs> <laughs> Or Aceric, if you'd like. Yeah, <laughs> what about Arthric? Good butt joke. Yeah. Um, do I have to get it all on one hit, or can I use all three for the same? Is that that correct? If I'm gotten, if I've gotten. The yeah, same? you have two more shots. Two more shots, right? Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, let's. Tr- I'm gonna examine the catapult and see if I notice like any sort of anything that would make it look like it's rigged or that it's like um, maybe if there's like an extra some string holding it back or so, something that'll like would make it that it would be more difficult for me to get the shot. Give me a perception or if you have a fine traps ability, you could use that as well. Um, let's do perception. Uh, 13. It looks pretty clean. It's kind of hard because it is carved uh, very intricately. Now that you're, you're taking a look, it kind of looks like a stone giant with the, with the arm as the, the catapult. Okay. Um, but it looks, it looks on the up and up. All right. Uh, do you have knowledge engineering? Uh, knowledge, I do. Oh, well, you, you could roll a knowledge engineering as well. Okay, let's see. Let's see if I can figure this contraption out. Oh, nice. Uh, I rolled a 19, 21. It looks very well made. The real only caveat to it being considered a legitimate catapult is that it just doesn't have the range that a catapult does. Okay. A very t- fine tool here that you have. Um, Thank you. I've, I worked I worked very hard at keeping it a secret all year. Oh, well, it's very. you must be very excited then to debut it here. Oh, yes, and I love giving the little kids the little catapults. Parents like it, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's give this thing another shot. I'm going to go ahead and uh, put the next one in and fire away. Do it. That is a 15. 15. Perhaps you were too close with the catapult as your shot fires, just barely missing the top stone of the lighthouse. Blast. Oh, one more shot. You can do it. Mm, I will get those top ones. You got this, Glennis. <laughs> mm, rolled a 15, 17. 
you you fire the catapult for the third and final time and you backed it up a little bit too much and now it it drops just short but bounces up and managed to take out uh three more of the pieces but there are still three standing no it's like, oh, so close so close <sighs> so close so close has anybody gotten um has anybody won yet thus far oh yes I'm and curious. he points over there to like a seven-year-old child who's who's like <laughs> playing with a little toy catapult. I see. <laughs> it's all about angles and distance. Angles and distance. the wind. And the wind. Perhaps another go. <laughs> two copper. Gw- yeah, Gwen is gonna slam down his two copper at the same time. Well, oh, you do. Ha- we we do have to have some semblance of an order here. Looks like. Uh, uh, Sh- Sh- Sheriff Gwen is here. Yeah, I came for the catapult, Asturd. I have half a mind to not let you touch my creation, but you've paid your coppers. Hey, let me just, let me just, he comes over to it and kind of lines it up for you and is like, fire, fire away, young master. Mm. Can I do a perception to see if he messed with it? Sure. Oh, these are not Gwen dice. Uh, eight <laughs> plus. Oh, I have a decent perception. Uh, sixteen. Uh, it looks like he he lined it up. All right. He looks like he he expertly aimed it up for you. Thanks, Mister Battlehorn. Take your shots. Oh. There's people waiting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm lining it up. Eleven. <laughs> There's a funk. And the, the first one sails way too hard, way too far over it. Like, oh, now I have to get that one out of the sea. Oh. Calculations were off. <laughs> Maybe not so hard next time. Mm, that's a 19 on the die for a 22. 22, you say? You fire the second one and it is, it is primed. It smacks dead center of this pyramid tower. You knock out the entire middle section of this tower, leaving only the exterior triangle. Oh, well that, I'm never gonna get it. <laughs> He's like, oh no, young master, just a careful shot to the to the one of the, the keystones on the corner, might do it. I'm no engineer, but I did build this catapult. Uh, that's an 18. You, you fire it off and sure enough, you, you take out the bottom left corner of this triangle of stones and it crumbles to the ground. You've successfully uh, smashed wow. the lighthouse. He's like, oh, well done, Curse. Master Queen. Uh, the prize is yours. And he hands you a little slingshot where it's a stone giant body and his arms are up in a Y. And the so you can. Yes. It functions as a combat slingshot. <gasps> Well deserved. Way to go, Gwen. And I'm gonna whisper to Glennis. I'm gonna be like, everybody bet on you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll do. It'll do one d two blunt damage. Sweet. He's gonna, <laughs> gonna put that in his the back of his belt and walk off like the champion he is to the roars of the crowd around me. Lady Strong, person. <laughs> yes, that's me. Yeah, to wage another go. Hmm. Yes, actually, I would like to try again. If that kid can get it, then so can I. Up, uh, uh, two copper. Two copper, of course. And I will slide over to copper. He walks over and he lines up the, the catapult for you, and it's like, take your shots. 
this time I want to try to, like he said, it's more about the angle um, and the positioning and making sure that I have the exact pre precise, based on my previous experience, maybe I'm like, maybe I just have to kind of angle it back like a few more inches or, or just, just a little bit more. And I will attempt to fire away. Fire it. Come on. Okay. 19. Uh, 19, yeah, the the first projectile flies forth from the catapult and takes off the top corner of it, takes off about thirds of the lightning house, the lightning house, the lighthouse. <laughs> and again, let's see. Ooh, very good hit. Thank you. I've been practicing. Um, <laughs> okay, that one was not good. Uh, a 10. <laughs> it goes up and like it buries itself in the ground like three feet short of like in the sand three feet short of the lighthouse it's like oh more power next time maybe oh more power but less power wouldn't leave <laughs> uh i'm going to yell out like a battle cry like very obnoxious like this is just like we're, we're playing a kid's game or like we're playing like a carnival game and i just take this last um ball or whatever it is this boulder or whatever and i put it in and i give me all of your might boulder and i just like yell out into the the into the air for everybody around to hear and i will attempt to roll again i don't think i can actually like give myself any sort of uh bonus abilities here uh no uh, you could sing just a raging song. This is rage song. All right, let's try. Oh, nice! I rolled a nineteen, uh, so twenty-one. Okay, you fire uh, the shot, and it was definitely the inherited strength from the boulder that you you added. It flies true and takes out the bottom third quadrant. You have successfully dropped the lighthouse. Yes! Well done! You too win this lovely slingshot carved with care and attention to detail. Use it well and be careful not to take your eyes thank out. Thank you. I will do my best. I will actually, like, give it to Gray and be like, oh, thank you for showing me this game. Thank you. And I, like, put it in one of my things, like, like pockets that I have, and I'll be like, I never doubted you. <laughs> you need to do it. I appreciate that. <laughs> you could. Uh, he goes about uh, repiling his, like gathering up the things, and he's a gnome, so it's hard to get that top one up there. What's uh, what's Rayla doing? Rayla was just kind of she was like sitting. If there's like a fountain or a bench nearby, she is just kind of admiring her new little bottle in the sun. And as soon as she started hearing like the, as the crowd started drawing in for all these successful catapulters. Uh, she would kind of try and like hook the bobble onto her like backpack, just like a little keychain, and then uh, head over to the crowd. So she probably would have caught like the end of, or like Glennis's second go, and just kind of like, yes, well done. <laughs> Why, thank you. We do have a crowd is here. Well, at least two is a crowd. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> that Wait, what, how many people are there? I know there was like some people. Like, I imagine when when Gwen won, like one or two people were like, "Okay." He's just like fists raised up. He took it and kind of just walked off. Okay, so I'd kind of like probably like kind of bump shoulders with him, like as he was going off or whatever. I'd probably like, "What's happening here?" I am the new champion of the lighthouse smash. That's incredible. Did they give you a trophy? Did they give me a trophy? And he like shakes his head like, you see? Yeah. Wow. I see it. 
<laughs> How do I get one? Well, you just gotta pay two coppers to that little man over there. And, uh... Oh. What's wrong? I was thinking of saving my copper for some more baubles, because you see, and she'll, like, kind of do a little turn and, like, shake her, like, backpack <laughs> with the little fishing, the little fishing bait on it. Like, do you see the, the things that they have here? Those are fishing lures. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is a bobble. It's so pretty. And she's going to kind of, like, try and, like, bend in the light so you can, like, really see it, like, reflecting off of it. Look at it. Why would I give this to a fish? Uh, Gwen is kind of like dumbfounded, just like slow blinks at her. Like, oh, okay. Um, my mom, I mean, my boss gave me some more cash than I expected <laughs> for today. You know, <laughs> doing a good job as a, a town guard. So, you know, I could, I could help you out. And he hands you two copper if you want to play. Oh. She looks at it like she's kind of conflicted and she's probably still thinking about the baubles. This is so kind. I swear if you buy a bobble with the money. This is my first time in such a large crowd and I just, I couldn't have expected such kindness. And so Raylo will run up and be like, I, I'm ready to do the same thing. <laughs> well, well done. That was incredible. Thank you very much. It's, I believe in you. I think that this is a, uh, it's not an easy feat. But it is one that you could most certainly accomplish. It was pretty easy for me! <laughs> Thank you. Here's your, let's let's take these over here to the to the catapult arm and I want a trophy. You've got to hit that tower with these balls. Okay. To be clear, you've got to use the catapult. Yes. I yes. Um, I got a twelve. <laughs> First one fly. Are you are you proficient with siege <laughs> weapons? No, I don't. I don't think so. I'm proficient with I'm proficient with slings. <laughs> the first one flies. Uh, way too much juice on it. Soars soars over and smashes into the sand behind it. Two more shots. I'm gonna lean over to Glennis. Actually, I am going to give an inspiration to her as I yell out. Um, I will say. It's all about the, the the correct angle. Just make sure you just put a little more down, uh, you know, push it down a little bit more and get the right angle. I believe you can do it. And I will uh, inspire you. Okay. Okay, so you're going to add plus one to your, to your roll. Ah, okay. So Rayla's going to kind of like contort herself to like get like the right angle. Probably not the right way because she didn't really see Glennis actually <laughs> doing it. But she's just going to be like, okay, this is it. I can feel it. I'm going to win my first game. 1819. You fire the catapult and it soars through the air, taking out a giant section of the lighthouse. You think one more hit could could potentially bring it down. <gasps> that was so satisfying. <laughs> well shot. It's okay. I still feel inspired <laughs> in my heart. <laughs> oh, um, four, 14. Oh. No. You're so excited about getting this this trophy slingshot that you you watch the ball fly through the air and it's almost slow motion. You're, you're yay, and you see it just soar wide left, crash into a dune. Asterix comes up. He's like, "Oh, better better luck next time." What do I get for how many I hit? He, he, he looks around, reaches up and pats you on the back. And says, good good job. 
Don't I get like a a bobble or anything? I, I only have these slingshots. Oh, and Rayla's gonna be kind of sad. Wait, did she not get anything? She did not, unfortunately. Apparently, you have to hit every single one. There's not even like a partial prize. Gray is gonna look at Glennis and then like look back to her <laughs> little catapult and hand it to Rayla and be like, here you oh. go. <laughs> you guys see behind behind Rayla is is Gwen like reaching up to do the same thing, Aww. and then he he sees you do it, and he like. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I I hand I hand it over to Rayla and just be like, oh here. Wow, I've never. Oh, I whisper to Glennis, I do appreciate the gift, but she looked so sad. That was very kind. In the first episode of Bad Ruins Rising, we learned about sharing. <laughs> the power of friendship. This is a wholesome group. I've never been to a town this big before, and I couldn't have expected this much kindness. I, I, When she says a town this big, I do a face that looks so confused, and I kind of look around at the, the 20 people that are probably outside, and I'm like, oh, uh, I'm gray, and I go to shake. And this very impressive specimen is Glennis. Glennis, nice to meet you. <clears throat> Hi, Glennis. You're much better at this than I am. Oh, no, I, it took me two turns to do it myself. So, you know, uh, I think that uh, there's a little bit of warrior in everybody and that you likely would have gotten it on your second time. I think I'm more of a goblin toss kind of gal. <laughs> you mentioned that this was not your... You've never been to a place like this before. You also from not around here? Um, Not exactly. It was about two oh. days ride. Um, I've really only ever been one place before. Do you have, uh, strict parents, or why you just decided to stay at home, or...? Um, I had, like, one parent, and I was just kind of busy. We were always training. I do a little bit of, like, hand-to-hand -hand combat, and I, I, I am proficient in the comma, and I'm gonna, like, kind of show them my little, like, just stick out my hip and, like, show them the same way she would show off her bubble. <laughs> um, it just, it was a lot. I, I've kind of just done that ever since I was young, and we had all our food grown there, and I guess we just didn't need to go anywhere else. Is every city this kind? Uh... No. Oh, by the way, and I see what? Wayne, and I um, <laughs> look at him, and I go, those guys weren't my cousins. Yeah. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> they were very scary, and I didn't want them to fight us. Sorry I lied to you. My name's Greg. Uh... Gwayne, um, and don't worry, Tim and Tom are a bunch of chumps. But he looks he looks around <laughs> real fast to make sure that they're not there. I do the same. <laughs> you know, being one of the town's guard, I gotta gotta make sure everyone's safe. Wow, what a responsibility! I know the youngest town guard member in all of Sandpoint. Very impressive. <laughs> he like like puffs up his chest a little uh -oh. bit. He's like, hey, thanks. <laughs> Does little hands on his hip. Are we uh making this a competition? We going over the dragon races next? I'm more of a watcher than a doer, you know. Oh, so you're saying you're afraid to lose your money? I yeah, I 
Eh, let's get heavy. Hi, my name's Gray. Nice to meet you. I have a hang-up where I don't like to do things unless I know I'm going to be really good at them. So... Wait. But how do you know you're good at it if you don't do it? Exactly. The... Exactly. Exactly. You know, I don't like to do things unless they're free. Uh, unless I'm good at it. Or if I can make sure that I don't lose anything in that sense. What if we all turn around while you do it the first time, and then if you're good, we can do it another time? Then it'll be like nobody knew that you weren't good at I it. I look at Rayla, and I'm like, you really want me to do this, don't it's you? It's fun, right? It's a holiday, apparently. Okay. <laughs> while, while you're standing there uh, trying to figure out if you're going to convince Grey to go do a carnival game, you see... Gwen, you you know Mayor Devrin as she walks up onto the stage or to the podium that was built in front of the, the church here. And she speaks as if uh, her voice is amplified by a magics. Good morning, everyone. Uh, the personable woman welcomes the crowd with her usual friendly attitude. Her excitement is obvious and proves contagious as she welcomes visitors and locals alike. I see most everyone has arrived. Even Lars Ravansky has managed to take a break from his work to be here. I'm sure his workers are glad. It's not their hides getting tanned. It's wonderful to see so many of you uh, here to join us on this proud day. And I'd like to extend my welcome to many new faces I see in the crowd. As the mayor on behalf of the town of Sandpoint, I hope that you are all enjoying your stay here in Sandpoint. Our town has much to offer, and I hope we can consider you new friends. Spend some time in Sandpoint. You'll grow to love it like we do. Even if you don't stay long, spend your money while you're here. There's a vigorous applause, particularly from all the merchants uh, and the shop owners in town. And to all the familiar faces I see, I thank you for coming and thank you for everything that each of you has done to keep this town strong. To all involved in the construction of our new cathedral, you deserve a very special thanks. Sandpoint wasn't complete without its church. But today we are whole again, and it's thanks to all of Sandpoint's citizens. There's another roar before the, the mayor can continue and applause that she speaks of. Thank, thank you, thank you all. Without further ado, let me introduce the next speaker, Sheriff Baylor Hemlock. Just a big whoop comes from Gwen in the far back. <laughs> she indicates a dark-skinned, bulky man uh, wearing armor and a sword at his hip. Thank you, mayor. Uh, even in the heat of celebration, let us not forget the sad events that brought us to this day. And also, let us not forget the souls that we lost five years ago. I would like you all to join me in a moment of silence to remember the lives that were lost in the fire that claimed our precious chapel that fateful night. The sheriff lowers his head, and the crowd joins him, many of them quite awkwardly, uh, as the silence goes on. After a moment is over, the sheriff raises his head and begins to speak again. In remembering, let us also not allow these events to repeat itself. I am of the understanding that a bonfire is planned for tonight. I urge you all to observe caution during the event. Enjoy yourselves. Yes, make merry. Let, let me introduce your next speaker. Please give your attention to Sirdik Drakus, proprietor of the local theater. The sheriff nods his head and walks back to his chair, passing the next speaker who's already on his way up to center stage. The man is quite a contrast to the sheriff, brightly dressed, sports a well-groomed goatee, and seems to be thoroughly enjoying his day. As he reaches the center stage, he loosens his collar a bit, 
winks into the crowd and starts to talk. Well, thank you, Sheriff, for that absolutely uplifting speech. Now, I know this town has seen some tough times, but just look at what we have accomplished these past few months. I am telling you, they've spared no expense with this place. I've heard they made Father Xantis' chamber pot out of solid gold. I'll let him tell you all about it. But first, I'd like to take the opportunity to invite you all to attend tomorrow evening's premiere of The Harpy's Cursed at the Sandpoint Theater. The Harpy's Cursed stars the beautiful and captivating Alexandra as the Harpy Queen. But for now, you'll have to make do with the much less beautiful but equally important figure. Join me in a bit of applause to welcome His Holiness, Father Xantis, to the stage. The crowd cheers as Sirdek motions Xantis to center stage. The old priest looks noticeably abashed at the reception set up for him. He wears the traditional ceremonial robes of a priest of Desna and a shiny silver holy symbol hangs around his neck. He smiles and tries to calm the crowd down before speaking. Um, uh, yes, uh, th thank you, Kerdek, and, and thank you all for coming to join in this most holy day. Today is a day of new beginnings. So without boring you with a long speech, I declare the Swallowtail Festival officially underway. Several acolytes of the cathedral wheel a giant wagon into the center of town, draped with a shimmery fabric. They reach up and pull the fabric back as hundreds and hundreds of butterflies, swallowtail butterflies, burst forth and flitter around the town. For the rest of the day, children will be chasing swallowtail butterflies. As the butterflies disperse amongst the crowd, uh, the father, ah, praise Desna! And now, lunch is to be provided at the expense of the taverns. Go, frolic, eat. Nice. I'm in. Bring <laughs> lunch. lunch. And that is where we're going to end this episode. Oh, we didn't even get what? to eat. Before the free drinks. Oh free what? what is the food, Jared? Well, maybe maybe you'll get to eat next time. So next episode's going to make everyone realize uh, right at the start. Uh, we had a lot of adventure in that we played some games and we met each other. That's exciting. Truth, yes. Next episode, we are going to eat lunch. This is going to be a very subdued campaign. You just eat lunch and play games. Okay, <laughs> it's a carnival RP. Never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you everyone for joining me and I cannot wait until next time. So without yeah. further ado, uh, I need some sort of sign off. I don't have, I don't have like the audio equivalent mm. of finger guns. So like, I don't know. Yeah. Be sure to hit like and subscribe. Keep rolling twenties. Keep the hand motion is what sold it. <laughs> Uh, Thanks for adventuring along with Bedlam and Discord Bad Runes Rising. If you've enjoyed what you've just heard, please pass us along to your friends and colleagues. Be sure to leave a review and rating on your podcast app of choice and check us out on our site, bedlamanddiscord.com. If you really want to support us, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash bedlamanddiscord. We've got a lot of great perks, including teas, mugs, even games with us. Be sure to join us next time for more adventure. I am GM Jared, and you can find me across all the socials at Jared Hoy or on Twitch at TheRealGobshite. I am Tracy, also known as Miss Magitech. You can find me all over the internet on Twitter, Facebook. Nobody goes off Facebook. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch as Miss Magitech. I'm Megan Diebel, and you can find me on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at May LeFay. My name is James Chu. You can find me on any social media at ChuBear20 or James Chu on Facebook. My name is Witchy Brew, and you can find me on Twitch at Witchy Brew. 
Instagram at witchy.brew and Twitter at witchybrew with two W's at the end. So exciting. (laughs) And if you're looking for something else for your podcast enjoyment, listening pleasure, be sure to take a listen to some of our friends and check them out. Howdy, listeners. I'm Chris, the friendly neighborhood keeper from Untitled Dice Game, here to tell you about our actual play Monster of the Week podcast. It features a group of hunters with strange talents who've been recruited by a secretive government agency to fight monsters. Each week, we release a new episode packed with improvised humor, horror, and enough bad decisions to derail a train. Find us at UntitledDiceGame.com or search us out wherever you listen to podcasts. Greetings, travelers. My name is Jared Sarden. I will be your guide, lore keeper, and dungeon master in a homebrew world using 5th edition rules. Join us live on Twitch at 4 p.m. Pacific time on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Live and on-demand content can be found at twitch.tv slash herebedragonsdnd, but you can catch up on our podcasts by searching for Here Be Dragons D&D on your favorite podcast provider. We look forward to sharing this new world with you, finding new foes, catapulting new foods, and getting zapped by the wild magic that is Here Be Dragons.